Wednesday night, people in the room podcast. I always forget where my camera is, but uh, welcome Wednesday night. A huge weekend just passed, and who better to talk to about the MMA weekend uh, nationally, locally? Another, another, no other than, um, none other than, I can't even talk. I smoked a bunch of weed before the show. Um, <laughs> Jeff Clark. Um, oh. Hello, hello, Steve. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the, uh, the podcast. Yeah. yeah, and thanks for fucking up my whole uh, introduction, Steve. But uh, you know what I mean? Jeff, we've been like just here for like 10 minutes trying to get this going. We practiced it's, that yeah, four times. It was fucking horrible, wasn't it? People, <laughs> uh, at least the template looks good. At least I got you on. I got you on. I got you in yeah. there, man. Uh, but Jeff, huge weekend, man. Uh, as far as MMA, we had uh, bare knuckle MMA. We had uh, Bellator, I do believe, UFC. We had two local uh, cards with uh, Neff and Cage Titans. Man, uh, did you get to watch a little bit of everything? Like, how'd your weekend go as far as getting to see a, a, a couple of things that, that were going on? Yeah, I mean, uh, the drive up to Bangor, I made it there like an hour before the event started, so it was perfect. I sat down, I started working on the article. And, you know, watch the NEF fights. And then as I was driving home, I pulled over twice to watch the co-main and the main event of the UFC. I pulled into, like, the rest stop on the highway in Maine and just sitting in my car watching you guys fight. I don't know if anyone was walking by the window. <laughs> I'm What's this guy doing? <laughs> I'm sure you're not the only one. But, uh, yeah, it's it's been done many, 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 many times. Um I tend to put yeah. it on my dashboard as I drive and just take my chances. Um, but I'm a yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a daredevil. Uh, but uh, would you think of the UFC card, my man? We'll start with that. I mean, uh, a new champion and uh, another weight class, man. Uh, would you think about you know that co-main and main event there? I thought they were both awesome. I was super excited for Yuri and Alex anyway, and I feel like I knew that's how it was going to go. Like Yuri fights with his hands down. He's super fun. Super exciting, but he fights with his hands down. And Alex is literally one of the best kickboxers ever. He was a double weight champ in Glory Kickboxing, which is like the kickboxing in the and you know what I mean. So he's a. Uh, I feel like going into a fight with him with your hands down just says bad news all over. But at one point, Yuri did pop him and push him back, and it was exciting. But uh, but. I feel like I knew that's how it was going to go. I think Alex is a threat to any 205 division. As we know, the 205 division has been a mess since John Jones left. It literally hasn't had a real champ in like a year or two. Everyone keeps getting injured and dropping the title. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think Alex will stay up there a long time. I thought it was super cheesy. He called out um, Izzy. Like, dude, there's... Knock out another 205-er. Claim your 205 right. Make Izzy chase you. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that tells you that he's uh, he's still uh, not over that loss. And Izzy's, Izzy got some space in his head right now. Um, but, yeah, I guess. So when he called out Izzy, was it to come up to 205 to fight him? Or was it to uh, get another fight at 185? Yeah, he even said, like, I'm not going to make you fight three fights like you made me because remember Izzy said something in the beginning like oh he has to prove himself he's gonna fight at least yeah. three times if I fight him so uh he said he said uh you know come on up to 205 but is but, but, already tried making yeah he on yeah and he, I, I think he weighed in at 195 I don't even know what he weighed he's so tiny yeah he's a real lean lean guy I mean muscular but lean lean he doesn't carry a lot a lot of weight um, yeah, exactly. De definitely. So, uh, yeah, that's scary for him to go up, but, uh, if he want to make some money and, uh, it's not a, how much, is it, how much has he got to lose? He's going up and wait. It's kind of like Volk. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think, well, Izzy just said he's going to take three years off and he might've been bullshitting because that's what John Jones did. Took three years off. And, uh, he's like, he wants to bulk up, baby. Do what John Jones did, supposedly. That's you know, it could just be Izzy trolling well, everyone. How old is Izzy? I mean, he's younger than John Jones. At you know, at that point, John Jones was bulking up, correct? Yeah, and I I don't know exactly how old. I'm gonna guess like 33. 
can't be two of them. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but uh, my my, I would love to see him fight uh, a two hundred five. There's really not many contenders, which is funny because I feel like the two hundred five division in this area is light as well. Um, but in the UFC, it is like who's the next contender? Anthony Smith. Yeah. Uh, Maybe, but would that get anyone excited? I think Johnny Walker would be awesome. I think Johnny Walker won that last fight. He got illegally need, and uh, they called it a no contest instead of a DQ. So if Johnny Walker wins that, he's fighting for the title. And I think him yeah. throwing flying knees at Alex would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a cool fight. That definitely would be a great, great fight right there. Um, yeah, and Johnny Walker, as we know, yeah. I don't think he was going to fight. I think he just fucked up. He thought he was in the desert. You know what I mean? He's like, I, the doctor sucked. That doctor fucker yeah. was a douchebag. Yeah, I mean, if he was, you know, if he was in Brazil, would he just said, like, I'm in the jungle? Like, <laughs> did he think that was the answer? Like, you know. I, I mean, come on. You're in, you're, you're in a fight, man. I I'm, I can't even remember Abu Dhabi. I can never fucking remember that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What's he going to name the province they're in? <laughs> It's like you gotta be. And, um, and then, other than that, the, the main event. I mean, I lost all my parlays. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Sergey Papa, which I I think Tom Aspinali is one of the most Aspinali is one of the most t- talented heavyweights there is. But um, Sergey's on a six fight win streak, knocking everyone out in the first round. How do you bet? A, how do you how do you pick against that guy? And it took him what a minute and nine seconds. Yeah. Minute and nine seconds. Um, all right, let's let's put it this way: If they fought ten times, uh, how how do you think it would go? Same, you know, uh, uh, you know, minute and nine After seconds. That, I for- go fifty fifty. After seeing that, before that, I would have said nine out of ten go to Sergey. But yeah, I I didn't know this as well. Like I didn't I didn't look into Tom Espinali enough. But I guess he was a pro boxer who went in the MMA. I did not know that. So I'm thinking, you know, Sergey's just going to charge at him with these flying hammers. And uh, Tom just juked him and dropped him. It was amazing. Yeah, it was good. It was a good, uh, you know what I mean? It's a good story. His dad, uh, all that stuff going on. Um, you know, it's it's cool when a new guy gets the limelight and gets the, like, the light because, that you know, they really focus on that person and they get their dues. And you you learn a lot of the backstories and little things coming up. So uh, they're really going to focus on him now, getting him in, uh, you know, in the limelight, a little, you know, a little background of him and stuff. Um, so, and of course, you know, our guy Dylan at uh, New England MMA, he'll be uh, going to look for uh, Alex uh, one of these days. Down at Texera's gym to get a word with him. He's killing it in Connecticut and Central Mass, getting some uh, getting some interviews with some big people that way. So uh, I'm sure Dylan's going to be all over that gym coming soon. Yeah, yeah, Dylan was crushing it with interviews down there. Um, he actually just had a recent one with Glover too. I don't know if it was recent, but he uploaded it. And um, and then uh, I also love this whole Alex Yuri story because Yuri beat Glover. He literally choked him out. He was losing every single round. And he choked him out in the last round. And, uh, you know, Glover tapped. And this was Alex's, like, almost revenge. Like, he was coming back to get revenge for his mentor. And he did. He KOs him. And I think, I don't know if I saw somewhere. Maybe someone just posted it or it was just you know, made up. But I'm pretty sure Alex was like, I'm, I'm bringing this belt back to you. Like, I'm giving this one to you. Like, this is your belt. Nice. And I, like that's badass. You know, I don't know if that's true, but I mean, it was like, like I wish they played that storyline more. The UFC, like, I hope with them buying. I mean, I don't know how you feel about the buying the WWE, but I hope with the merging with the WWE, they do get more into storylines. I do like that storyline. Like that would have been awesome. Like Alex is out for revenge for his mentor. That's that's awesome, man. That's a great story. I'm sure they're gonna do something with that. Uh, if 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 the UFC doesn't ESPN MMA um, all that stuff they make up cool stuff memes and little stories and uh, I'm sure Alex would be all over uh, the internet and showing uh, Glover and all that cool stuff over there man uh, another fight before we move on is uh, Mackenzie Dern against uh, Jessica Andre man that was a fucking 
Wow. I didn't expect that fight. I thought, you know, more grappling. and uh, But Mackenzie, uh, she wanted the. She said she got out of her game and, uh, you know, got sucked into kind of a, a, you know, a slugfest there. And, and she didn't do well in that. No, I don't. I don't know what that was. I mean, she's a jujitsu master. Use what you use. What you have, like, yeah. I don't know what that was. She just came out and started swinging everywhere, and uh, she doesn't really knock people out. So, <laughs> and Jessica does. Jessica knocks a lot of people down or out. She has a lot of power. So, uh, yeah, that was rough. And Mackenzie Dern's awesome. Her story's awesome too. The whole dad being a jujitsu coach and all that. But like, I feel like every time she's right there gets knocked out like i i swear i swear like three years ago they were almost going to give her a title shot yeah if she won that she's getting a title shot um yeah i mean uh she was she's going through a lot and she's still going i i remember seeing uh the pre-fight interviews leading up and uh she was speaking about how this fight is paying for her um her husband (laughs) is paying her 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 marital support or something to her husband it's helping pay it so she's basically fighting to support her husband, and that's bizarre how that's on the other foot there, man. I mean, uh, you know, he has to keep up that lifestyle, and uh, he was probably making one-tenth of what she is, and I'm sure she's still not even making, you think she's making a million dollars a year, maybe that uh, combined, maybe, but take away at Maybe if she gets good sponsorships, yeah. but I doubt it, like, I don't know how much makes a fight but i'm gonna guess she's i don't know i don't even want to throw a number out there but i'm gonna guess like a hundred a hundred she can't be like much more than that yeah and then you gotta cut that in half and you know that yeah all that you know coaches managers gyms everything so like what's wild is jessica andrade also said she's going through a divorce and this also helps pay for her money so they were both fighting saying that this was helping to pay for their friggin' divorce Maybe, maybe they should get together Maybe they should. They'll, 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 have, a, they'll have a full paycheck again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, UFC question as always. Super excited for the next pay per view. Um, you were talking about you're gonna do a, a fight companion that night. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking about it. To uh, what I say, two ninety six. There's a there's a bunch of fight nights and everything in between. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but you mentioned that you will you will be at uh, doing some uh, cowboy kind of stuff in uh, in New Hampshire, correct? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to be at the PBR that day. I know I'm definitely going Friday. It's Friday and Saturday. I mean, it might work out where I can squeeze that in and then drive down there anyway. Yeah, for the paper. Well, you know, I do have my hat for that show, correct? <laughs> oh, I still got to come get that. Yeah, you got to come get this fucking hat, <laughs> oh, Jeff. Man. What's going I'll on? Back down soon. But um, yeah, no, I'm super excited for the next UFC pay per view too. I think that. Uh, Leon versus Kobe is going to be amazing. I want Tony Ferguson to bloody up Patty Pimlet and submit him. I think Patty's so, I don't know. I think Patty's going to get smashed when he starts getting up in the real competition at 155. I hope so. I mean, he's been going a while, so uh, the pressure is going to be all over him. Tony, um, God, he's getting a gift, a fight. You know what I mean? I thought he would be gone out of the UFC after this, but uh, maybe they're trying to put the dagger on him or hoping that the dagger will be in him and he'll just stop fighting after this. But uh, what a what a fight to put on. I mean, we thought Tony was done and all of a sudden they throw him at, at Patty, but it, it you know, it, it's a, you don't know what's going to go on here. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Super excited for that one. Well, my man, let's move on. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know any much about Bellator. There was a couple of Bellator fighters that when I put up that uh, we were going to be talking about national MMA on uh, my Instagram stories, they were like all over it. I was like, who are these guys? But I'll show you later on. I, I, we don't know much about Bellator. We're going to move to local MMA right now. Uh, no, we're not. We are going to move to national Bare knuckle MMA, but a couple of local fighters from New England did fight on it Friday night. Uh, Gamebred MMA, George Masvidal, Jeff, man, uh, that was a good, good card, fun. A lot of little mishaps in that card as far as refing and uh, stretcher use. 
But uh, what'd you think about that card overall, man? Something different and, uh, you know, kind of cool to see people get bloodied up. Yeah, I like it. I think it's cool. I think uh, Jorge Masvidal is one of the best people to run a promotion. Just the, uh, you know, just the backstory he brings on himself coming up fighting in Miami in the back backyard to like run in this promotion, bare knuckle fighting. Like it just, it's like, it's a movie. And uh, I think the card itself, I think it's cool. I think he's getting it stacked. I mean, obviously some cards are even bigger than other, but I mean, when you have Randy Costa fighting Jason Knight, like that's a badass fight. And that's a badass promotion. Like I could have imagined signing those two. Um, but yeah, um, <clears throat> we had uh, like Randy obviously won his fight, which was awesome. First round, um, which is great. Uh, we also had some locals lose. Uh, Joe, the party, he also obviously lost his fight. Um, and then, yeah, I actually didn't see the main event where Nelson won. Did you get to watch that? Um, no, but I got the highlights on right now that I'm showing uh, as we're speaking about it. But I did hear that uh, Roy had a lot of control at top time. And uh, Belcher got a got a hometown or a, a game-bred decision in this fight, but what I'm watching right now is um, is Roy get his ass kicked against the cage. So I don't, I don't know. I didn't see the fight. I don't have an opinion on it. But mm -hmm. I just heard Roy had a lot of control, a lot of top pressure, which is uh, going on right now as we're watching. So, um, and I don't know. Uh, but they were really high on Belcher and Belcher fighting. I forgot who they had in line for him next. Wasn't uh, he like a middleweight? Yeah, and, and yes, in the UFC he was uh he, I I believe he he was middleweight. He um or he he could have even been welterweight when he started. Uh yeah, he but was, I remember I remember him being way smaller. Going to fight Roy Nelson like he figured he'd have the cardio on his side. Yeah, it was uh I, you know, once you're out of the UFC, man, you could take as much HGH as much juice as you want, man. You could go to heavyweight pretty fucking quick. Yeah, true, you know true. what I mean? It's like, uh, so I'm showing some pictures right now. It's going through all uh, this bullshit, but, uh, but uh, I well, just, but Randy Costa and Knight did get fight of the night. Okay. So they made some money there. Both of them, great fight. Uh, happy for Randy Costa with that uh, knockout. I'm showing uh, Knight's face right now. Now he had a lot of stitches, a lot of broken teeth. Man, it's uh. No joke, that 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 show. No, it's very tough. I um I don't know if you saw the bare knuckle fight between Mike Perry and Luke Rockhold. He, he like rearranged Rockhold's teeth. Right? Yeah, he was like I'm done. Like it's scary, man. It's tough, but uh, but on that note, super excited year for Randy Costa. You know, after having a rough run in the UFC, literally he fought in June, had a round one, uh, TKO, fifty eight seconds. He was supposed to fight recently as well, Johnny Campbell, which would have been awesome. And then, obviously, he just fought Jason Knight in a round one victory. You got two round one victories. And, you know, what a year for him. What a 2023 for Randy Costa. Um, as you're speaking right now, I'm showing the end of his fight when he just put him on his ass after knocking some teeth out or, you know, a few more teeth. And, uh, man, nothing but... um camaraderie and sportsmanship between these two guys uh, in this fight, man. Um, awesome. Awesome for Randy. Made a bunch of money. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he's going to be back for Game Bread, uh, fighting for something uh, even bigger. Uh, he's trying to get back in the UFC. He's still young. And, uh, you know, there's still time for him to get there if he keeps performing, man. Um, you know, he just went in a losing streak. And sometimes uh, they give you another shot down the line. Yeah, I mean, they always say when, you know, people try to make it back, they, they stay busy, they keep fighting, and they they make a statement. I mean, play his highlight reel for the year, and he's made a statement already. Um, uh, um, another thing, I'm passing all through all these fights right now. Yeah. Um, but Jeff, uh, let me get to you for a second. Uh, there you are. Um, there was another local here, there, in uh, Chris Sauer, who fought Hector Lombard. 
And as we know, Chris Saro is a, a BKFC veteran. Um, hasn't done well in the past couple of years. I think he might be 0-4 for BKC, 0-5 in his last uh, fights, uh, all getting knocked out. Uh, fought some tough guys in there. But then he takes on Hector Lombard in fucking beak in, in, in bare knuckle boxing, uh bare knuckle MMA, um, which I didn't think Hedner did his fight, he was gonna be prepared for Hector Lombard. Cause we know Hector's ground game is uh, uh incredible and uh he's a beast on his feet. Um man, talk about this uh this fight, man. And uh I mean it lasted a minute and friggin' uh twenty seconds, if that. Uh, talk about it, man. And uh, I just seen Chris outmatched in this fight. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Chris is a tough fucking dude. Uh, tough guy, definitely. But, you know, uh, Hector Lombard is just a different beast all in his own. If you look at his recent record, like, he's been staying busy doing this bare knuckle boxing as well. You know, he has, he was basically undefeated in bare knuckle until he fought the champ, uh, Lorenzo Hunt. You know, and Lorenzo Hunt is crushing everybody so uh basically no one's been able to touch him in this in this bare knuckle boxing so Hector Lombard I feel like was definitely a favorite in that match um and like you said it only lasted a minute we didn't get to see as much Hector Lombard does what he does he got him down um on the tapology report it says tap out to punches from back mount so I guess that's what they're going to call it as yeah, um, basic, right. basically, um, yeah, he tapped out to strikes. Yeah. And um, there was controversy in the beginning of, uh, you know, I mean, there was no no, no beginning, no controversy in the beginning. I mean, when they made the, the announcement of who won the fight, Hector got a DQ for um, illegal blows to the back of the head. And I was watching it live and I was along with the um, the commentators. I didn't see one one punch that really hit flush to the back of the head where um, or the back of the neck where the ref would would call it. Um, Chris gave up his back real quick. He got flattened out. He was flat. He had his hands up like this, and Hector was just cranking him and hitting him on the side of the head on the on the you know the gloves. And uh, Chris tapped, and Hector got off him, and that's when the ref called it, and then they DQ'd him. So I didn't know how the ref didn't call it or warn him at all or even give um, or call the fight himself. It took Chris tapping out for the fight to get, uh, you know, called off. Yeah, that's weird. I feel like the, the ref would have jumped in soon anyway, so... Um, he was caught. He was he was in a very bad position. So, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hector Lombard. I mean, it's a scary night out for anybody. But um, yeah. All right, my man. Let's get to uh, let's get to Neff because you were there. Um, let's talk about it, man. You went to Bangor. You said that was what, like two and a half hours from you. Yeah, yeah. It's about uh, it's about. Yeah, two and a half with no traffic. Um, you know, three if there is. But I feel like when Neff does go to Bangor, like, they own that area. Like, everybody comes out. That place is packed. Like, not only all the seats are sold, but, I mean, people are standing from wall to wall ready for the action. And it was really cool because it was Veterans Day. They had some um, they had some things going on. Like, they had some veterans there. They had the um, uh, some of the fighters... Dude, I should have had this ready. Some of the fighters um, were raising money and they were able to, I think, was it Ed Davis? Who was it? Somebody was able to get like 20 veterans there. Oh, no, I, no idea. But, um... Ah, ah, I should have written down. But yeah, no, the, everyone there was uh, was doing some big things for the veterans. But the fights were awesome. Were you watching them? I, oh, yeah, you were. You were messaging on the uh, group, right? Yeah, yeah. I was just listening to all your guys and watching the, um, watching the, you know, Travis's play by play, watching all your videos and highlights. Which, uh, man, you did a great job getting some real good fucking clips out there, man. Um, you know, New England MMA was firing all on all cylinders Friday, uh, Saturday night with uh, Travis at uh, Cage Titans and you at Neff. 
Uh, you did your play by was your play by play was uh, you know doing a lot of the the video work, which is great, man. Um, it, it made the fighters happy. So uh, good for you guys, man. Yeah, Travis is definitely the best hands down at capturing the moment in the play by play, and uh, I feel like you know I'm definitely getting better at that. But I love capturing like capturing the videos, like, and I feel like I just always sit in a good spot when they put me in NEF, like. They're like uh, Kira Innocente. Um, I can never pronounce the last name right, so sorry. But she got the finish right in front of me. Those, those that where she like is on her back and she flattens her out and starts throwing down the ground and pound. That was awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, I feel like uh, that Ed Davis video got almost like ten thousand views on Facebook right now. And. Uh, I feel like uh, I feel like the fight's just all delivered. A lot of first round finishes, a lot. Um, I'm gonna go to uh, New England MMA's page because uh, Neff doesn't have like much of. Uh... Oh, actually, it's not on Instagram. It's why am I going here? I gotta go to Facebook to get that stuff. Um, yeah, it's on. It's on New England MMA. Uh, dot, uh, New England MMA's Facebook. All those pages. I forgot. Jeff, you don't have access to the Instagram to post that shit. I've, I've tried logging on a million times. Uh, Large has even used my phone and logged in. And it just it just won't let me on your, your Instagram. Jesus so, yeah, I'll, criminals. I'll, I'll, uh, on that note, NEF does have some really cool stuff on Facebook as well. Yeah, they have a uh, lot they have a lot of highlights, but on their Instagram all they have is um all they have is interviews, man. Yeah, so yeah. I wish they but, you know yeah. Yeah, the Ed Davis video, I feel like when I zoomed in right through the fence and got the tap, that was such a sick video. Yeah. He, like, twisted his back around towards us. Um, but as far as the fights, I mean, the biggest winners, I think I think Nate White is just a superstar. I think he is just delivering every single time. And, um, yeah. Did, yeah, did, Nate the mute, hey, all the way. Did I not call that fight? What was I, about 10... 12, 15 seconds off from that fight? Where did, where did, where did it go? Were, yeah, yeah, you called it. You called it. You said like a minute in. That's basically um, all it took. It was very quick. Um, and Cody is a formidable opponent, and Nate just walks through him. But he walks through almost everybody. Dude, Nate is a scary dude. Um, so, yeah, anytime he fights, you got to be there. Um, and then uh, the fight I mentioned, Kara Innocente. Uh, she beat Lindsay Valentine. Um, and the crowd was definitely behind her. If you saw the video, I zoomed around and like people were like chanting her name when she was coming out. It was great. Um, I, I mean, Miles Emery too. He gets a submission. I would have never thought that, but he just shows that you can, he can finish the fight wherever it goes. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, while you're talking, I'm going to show some, I got the Facebook, I got uh, your Facebook up now from uh, new yeah, yeah. MMA. So I'm going to show some of that stuff, uh, of the fights yeah. while you're talking about it. But you know, glory Watson, um, another victory, uh, this time a decision victory. Usually she's, uh, you know, knocking people out, but talking about a good opponent. She had a very, very well seasoned opponent that was in there with her. Uh, so, Glory Watson, another win, another step closer to the the UFC. Yeah, I think um, I think Glory Watson is continuing to show everybody that she has what it takes. She can finish by submission. Um, she can go all five rounds. Um, I think people doubted Shauna, uh, her opponent, but as I was talking to some of the fighters, they were even mentioning how Shauna is just a boxer, like a like a brawler. And they were saying, like, Shauna's going to be tougher than people are giving her. And she was. She stood in there, trained in punches. But Glory was just a little bit quicker. Glory was able to mix in the kicks a little bit more. Like, Glory, um, they were firing shots to the to the bell. They were firing shots to the last round. Um, and, yeah, I mean, Glory has such a big following, too. Like, that whole crowd loves her. And she's, she's so humble, you can tell. Um, when they're giving her praise, she's just smiling and everything. And uh, I think, I think she has potential to be a superstar. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see him bring more people up there. Um, and, uh, yeah, she definitely has uh, some great potential. 
Well, beside that fight and maybe two more, uh, most were first-round finishes, man. Uh, real quick finishes. One thing we know about Neff, they get done early, which I do kind of like because uh, you get mm-hmm. to get, get out of there, have a beer. Uh, you're, not dri- you're not driving home too late. But uh, the cod fly by for you, uh, Jeff, out in Bangor? Yeah, yeah, those cards always fly by. And I think one, perhaps, I mean, the fighters just go all out when they fight at NEF, and they're just trying to finish it. And we get a lot of first-round finishes from, uh, you know, some really good fights. Now, on that note, they also don't ever take a break. Never. You know, I've been to a lot of promotions where there's almost too long of breaks, <laughs> like 40-minute breaks in between fights almost, um, long intros, stuff like that, realistically. Once the fighter's out the cage, I mean, the next guy's music is playing. And uh, and they're rolling right through them, which is good because, yeah, I mean, you know, it's not a 10-hour thing. Um, but, yeah, wild amount of first-round finishes. Uh, 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 Ryan Sanders, third-round uh, finish there, man. He went, um, you know, a little longer than that first round, but... He did call a finish in that fight, man. Uh, you know, he didn't fight no bum, man. He fight uh, Sage Philippe. How was that fight, man, watching Cade side? I loved it. It was awesome. It was actually one of the ones where, like, I stopped looking at my phone, and, and uh, I was just, like, holding the phone for the video, but watching and enjoying the fight because it was it was good. Those guys were going at it. Sage is just, he's, a, he's an animal. He's tough, dude. He's really tough, and he was bringing it. He was firing shots. Um, Ryan is just, he's just great at what he does. He really is. He figures out the game plan. If it's not working, he'll switch his game plan. Or he'll just go in and brawl with you and just make it ugly. And I think that's what he did at the end of this. He just said, I'm going to go in and just brawl. And, and it was really cool. It was cool to see Ryan do what he does. Um, as we know, he's like a you know, superstar up there at Barry as well. Um, and realistically, I mean, if you look at his last fights, I mean, He's only lost two in his last two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen. Is, he's fourteen and two, I think, in his last sixteen fights. Like, and uh, who did he? Um, he lost uh, to Piazma, and who yep. else? Who else did he lose to? John Manley at Ammo Fight League Jesus back in 2018. Reese Christ. So eighteen, eighteen before Piazma. All right, so we'll get we'll we'll talk about possible matchups. Uh, you know. When we go on, we're not going to be too much longer, but um, yeah. that card also, there was another knockout, seven seconds, Darren Mima, Mima and I called that fight. That kid that he fought was uh, like a, like one one pro fight in, if that, or making his pro debut. I, I'm pretty sure he's making his pro debut, and he was 38 years old, which is a little, I mean, more props to him. I'm 37. Yeah, 37 right now. And uh, I wouldn't get in the cage. I feel like I'm a little, I'm a little too old and slow for that. But props to him for stepping in there because anyone who steps in there, you're a badass, you're a warrior. But the guy he fought, Darren Mima, is 11 and like nine or 11 and eight, has all kinds of boxing fights and pro fights. And, I mean, he, he, fought, he fought a badass dude. I, I I don't know how I don't know how the commission lets that go, especially a, a you know a pro debut. That that listen, you know at, at this you know I'm the room podcast now. Like I could just that that fight shouldn't have went on in my eyes. I mean why? It's just you know it, it, you could have fought me. It would have got the same result. You know what I mean? I think I would have lasted seven and a half seconds. Maybe, maybe you know what I mean? That. Fuck, what's no. fuck, fucking wrong with you people out there? It's, uh, it was an interesting matchup, and uh, but yeah, I think um, I think Mima just impressed. He came out, he came out with one thing on his mind, and he got it done. What he hit um, him? What, what what he hit him with to knock him out? Um, I gotta rewatch it, but I'm pretty sure it was like just uh, overhead a, right a, or right a jab, jabbed um, him. But, but yeah, he just came, he came rushing in with punches, um, got him against the cage, dropped him down, started firing down shots, and it was over. And uh, it was literally over. It was over quick, and they walked out. But yeah. I mean, I would like to see if Dustin wants to give it another shot. I know that was his first fight. I'd like to see him against somebody with more of a record like his next time. Maybe he, uh, maybe he does. You know, a little better as well. 
Um, I, th- um, I think he's had some matchups that just fell through um, in the past, maybe locally good ones. He's fought locally uh, and done incredibly locally. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, you you can't fight a you can't. I don't even care. You know, it's got a, it's kind of a, a tune up fight coming back from so long, uh, you know, regionally. But you can't tune up against a kid that's fucking you know, coming off the street turning pro. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Um, on that note, I do want to mention just a few more names like Fred Lair, who won. Um, he won in only twenty six seconds, which was awesome. Um, Ed Davis, obviously, is my most viewed video on Facebook <laughs> right now on the thing. His uh, submission was awesome, and that whole fight's really up there. Where like, you know, they're both firing shots in the beginning, and Ed Davis is kind of known anyway. He's had a very exciting amateur career. You know, people like Ed Davis and that. Uh, he did just fight recently in the PFL. Didn't go his way, but I mean, you can tell he was he's he's ready. He's ready for some more. So. I'm excited to see him back. I also want to throw out Anthony Vasquez now on a two-fight win streak. So that's pretty cool. And his inverted triangle was badass. Yeah, badass. he fights out of Connor, uh, Connor, Mat- uh, Connor Matthews. Connor Barry's gym there in Defensive Edge. Uh, their mm-hmm. fight team there. So uh, Connor's doing very well. I think Connor had a couple of uh, fighters win on uh, Saturday night from uh, that gym. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, like... Some of the other big ones, I mean, Edwin, uh, Edwin Pena, he's my second most viewed one on there. He crushed it. Uh, Joe Peters. Um, Joe Peters and Curtis, I figured it was going to be a great fight. And for the, for the you know, one and a half rounds, it lasted it was. Um, PJ Crawford defeating Conor Morrow. That was a, uh, PJ was just aggressive in every form of the word. Wrestling, striking, everything. And um, how quick? How yeah. quick? How quick was that fight? Because I know Connor. I'm a good. I'm friends with him. I know. I know. I actually got the uh, privilege to hang out with Connor after Cage Titans for a little bit last time. Yeah. Um, so he's a good dude. I, I like him. And uh, in this fight, it was it was tough. You know, yeah. just not to get to, to uh, talk to him last time, but um, it's lasted about two minutes. Um, and it was an arm triangle choke that he got him on the ground with. All right. And. Yeah, you know, it's... Uh, he'll be no. back in there. He'll be back. That kid loves the fight. I mean, he he'll he be does. back in there, man. Win or lose, man. He, t- I, st- I, you know, I saw I saw his first win at Cage Titan, so... Yeah. So it was good. It was good time. He's a good, he's a good kid. Win or lose. He don't give a fuck. He's just in there have fun. Yeah, exactly, exactly. His energy is always great. Actually, uh, the owner or, uh, you know, uh, Matt, uh, the owner of Neff, um, shout out Matt. Uh, thank you for having us up there. Uh, when me and uh, when me and Connor were walking by him, you know, we were just shooting the shit, and he did say something like, "You guys have like the same energy. You guys are both always so positive and just uh, you know bring a good energy around everybody." So it's cool. That's nice. cool. Nice. Yeah, he gave his props to Connor as well. But uh, you know, I do say some days you're the bugs, some days you're the windshield. So uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about some. Uh, you want to move on, or you got a couple yeah. more things you want to uh, say? Yeah, no, I guess that's pretty much it. Um, Charles Sullivan won. That was pretty cool. Nate White, obviously, Jackson Campbell, Miles Emery. But, yeah, that's pretty much it, yeah. I mean, Glory Watson did her thing, and uh, the event was called Glory Days. I actually have the little poster right there. So, I mean, that was absolutely perfect for her to win on that. So. Ryan Ryan Sanders with the, the, the mullet there. Um, yeah, hey, you mentioned Jackson Campbell. Um, how, how you know? How's that kid? How, he won, of course, but he seems like he has a lot of energy. Um, you know, what'd you think of that kid? Yeah, he does. He does. He was very aggressive in the whole fight, and um, he's now on a two-fight win streak. Um, he won his first fight by rear naked choke. He won this one with punches, and uh, you know, both of these fights have happened this year. So, just uh, someone new on the scene that I think is a. Uh, Kind of definitely cause cause some attention for the next six months. We'll yeah. see. Excellent, man. Yeah, I, I see him on uh, social media, and uh, you know he's a happy kid to beat up people in there. So I like seeing that 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 energy out of these young kids. So uh, kudos to you, kid, man, and uh, kudos to all the the Neff fighters, man, uh, for putting yeah. it on. And uh, you know, great job on uh, Saturday night, Jeff. I was watching all your clips. I was like. You know what I mean? It's like I didn't have to really read anything. I'm like, all right, that's who won. Or, you know, you were given, uh, yeah. 
you know, updates of uh, little things there, man. It was it was really cool to watch. Yeah, it's really cool because I feel like you know Neff treats us good when we get uh when we get credentialed there. Anyway, they uh, they treat us really good and they put us in spots to make sure that our social media is doing our job where we are getting them thousands of more views and you know it's cool to be there. It's fun to uh, watch the fights, but it is really cool to uh, just see the extra exposure that we're giving these events and these fighters. Like definitely, some of those people who watch that video might not have heard of any of before. Now they're going and liking their page too. So. Uh, so yeah, thanks Matt, thanks Nick, everyone at uh, NEF, and uh, we'll be at the next one in Bangor too. We'll be up there. Excellent. Uh, is that where the next card is going to be? Have they announced the next card? Uh, no, I don't think that's where the next one is. Um, February is the next one. Uh, I don't have that in front of me. I probably should. All right, no worries, that. no worries. But yeah, it'll be it'll be like first of the year, that's for sure. But um, yeah. They'll be, I, you know, I would imagine they'll be coming back to Portland or somewhere kind of central, so you don't have to drive seventeen hours into Maine to get there. Yeah, I love Portland. Have you been to Portland before? Oh yeah, a few times. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I have a good time there. Yeah, Portland's fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. How about Cage Titans? You want Let, to move on to that? Yeah, before? we're gonna move the Cage Titans. You did not yeah. attend because, of course, you were like, uh, you know, Canada on the fucking line of Canada there. <laughs> But uh, Travis did go to Cage Titan solo, and he did play-by-play, which I checked in on that back and forth between you and uh, UFC, and uh, I was watching a band at the same time, so I kept, I, you know, I was flying everywhere Saturday night, man. But uh, Cage Titans, they never they never disappoint, man. Uh, well, let's talk about some of that thing. I'll, they... I know have a bunch of shit on Instagram. So uh, we're going to jump over there and uh, talk a little bit about Cage Titans. But, man, what stands out to you about that card as far as, you know, after uh, after we're all said and done, you got to look at some of the clips, you read the play-by-play. Uh, what stands out for you about that card? Uh, I think two things. Um, number one, I mean, Joe Giannetti, I can't believe the way he finished Pat Casey. I really thought Pat Casey was going to give him a long run for his money and uh, a jump in like head kick, like karate style. That is that that's that's pretty badass to come back and do that to somebody as tough as Pat Casey. And after coming off a loss in the 155 division, just stepping back in pretty quickly. There's something to be said for that, though. Maybe stepping back in, you uh, you don't beat up your body as much with not having a training camp. Look at Tom Aspinall. He did the same thing. So, uh, yeah, congrats to Joe. I think that was awesome. Um, we'll talk about that again in a minute. But the second thing that stood out to me was Muse and Aaron Hughes. You know, Jerry Muse winning that match. And uh, that was a very highly anticipated one that I think was the people's main event. And... Um, yeah, Jerry Moose wins. And I was literally looking at the top 10 in the area today and trying to think of who the hell I would like to see him fight next. Uh, uh, Jerry Muse, uh, as you're speaking right now, he's uh, I got I got uh, Cage Titans Instagram going right now, and uh, Jerry's giving his victory speech right here. Uh, but we're going to flash through uh, Aaron Tressel. He had a great, great fight uh, himself. Um, Sean Schubert. Comes back to Cage Titans with uh, the the small gloves Muay Thai, and uh, he gets a knockout there and uh, dazzles and explodes the crowd through the Memorial Hall roof, man. Good for that kid. Yeah, whenever he fights, it's all out action. So put some small gloves Muay Thai on him. I mean, it was guaranteed to be a banger. And um, he retired also from uh, professional fighting. So, um, or Muay Thai, you never know. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, he retired, focusing on building Muay Thai in New England, which uh, Sean is well, well on his way to doing. And we just showed the the switch kick from uh, Joe Giannetti to end the fight in the second round against um, Pat Casey. And, you know, that was definitely something uh, Joe studied in Pat's um you know, the, in, in, in Pat's video, you know what I mean? He, he goes, and, and that first round, I'm sure he uh, got a lot of intel into that fight. And, uh, you know, I think uh, 
a lot of those big punches that Pat threw, ducking his head, I think Joe just timed one of them and uh, caught him. Yeah, yeah, Joe shows again that his striking is is great. I mean, striking has always been his game. He's always had that kind of long karate style bounce around the ring and he's around the cage and he's looking for that, that sniper shot. And that, I mean, high, we talked about highlight reels earlier. Like, that's that's going to be a highlight reel for him. That's going to be in his reel. That is wild. Uh, speaking of highlight reels and finishes, um, Casey Norton finishes Joe Poirier easily at Cage Titans, man. Did you did you see that coming? Um what were you thinking about that flyweight fight, man? Uh you know, Casey coming from from um you know, well out of uh the Cage Titans realm of fans into Joe Poirier's world and he just uh man, he took him out really bad. Yeah, I was not expecting that. I expected that to be an all-out war and um, for as long as it could go. And I feel like just Casey had his number. I don't know. Like you said about the film, maybe they studied it. Maybe they knew something. But Poirier has been on a run, and he's always excited, and he's a tough dude. So, yeah, I don't That's That's the fight game. You just never know. Like, you never know. And... Like we were talking about earlier, if somebody fought nine times, you know, out of ten times, what would happen? Who knows? Who knows? Um, a couple of pro debuts here. Um, we had Randy Francis go against uh, uh, Brett Layton, a rematch from when the kids were uh, amateurs, and uh, they fought as pros, making their pro debut against each other. And uh, man, it was a great, great fight. Went a decision. And uh, Brett gets the he gets the nod, man, in there, and a great, great fight. And congratulations, man! I love to see these new amateurs. Uh, you know, I mean, these new pros, you know, have a great fight for that first experience. You know what I mean? It wasn't quick. He didn't take on a bum. He took on Randy Francis, who is a uh, god, like a fourteen uh, fight amateur veteran. And uh, those guys really put it out there, man. Congratulations to them. Yeah, that's the both of them. It's, it's exciting. It must be so exciting to go pro. After these amateur fights, you can finally make a little bit of money. Not trying to get rich, you know, just yet. But uh, it must be cool to, to see a check, a little nicer check after a fist fight. Uh, well, my man, Jeff, now 170 pounds. Joe Giannetti wins that, gets that title back after he relinquished, relinquished it, you know, Fight falls through, put that belt back up for Joe to capture, and he captures it. Uh, you know, who do you think he fights next? I mean, could it be Ryan Sanders from Neff? They are not going to fight. Uh, Joe is not going to fight at Neff. I don't think he's going to fight at Neff. They're going to want that fight if it ever happens at Cage Titans. Um, I think that's the fight to make in New England as far as 170 pounds right now. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with you. I think that would be awesome. Um, but, yeah, I guess that comes back to logistics. Is Ryan coming down here or is Joe going up there? But, I mean, that would be that would be a great fight, and that would definitely bring the crowds. Like, people from Maine would travel to see <clears throat> and people from Mass would also travel to see Giannetti fight. Uh, let's put it in a neutral ground. Let's put it in neutral ground against each other. You know what I mean? Um, trying to boost Joe into the UFC. Even though he is a lightweight uh, that he wants to get into the UFC, um, you know, this This is this just this was one of the biggest high right, highlight reels he's ever had, and it was at welterweight. At Cage Titans, winning that belt again, man. Um, you know, taking out Pat Casey like that, uh, man. That I mean, he needs a look at this point. Uh, whether it's one seventy or one fifty five, um, you know, the kid's paid his dues at this point. Yeah, yeah, and um, and yeah, like you said, I mean, I think I think Ryan, I think Ryan is the best option right now. Um. But yeah, congrats to Joe stepping in. 
Um, and then with the whole Jerry Muse, also, who does who does he fight next? The Salvo? No, uh, he's coming off. Uh, he's coming off a loss, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, no, uh, Jerry at one fifty-five. Jerry is four and zero now, right? He's six and zero. Six and zero. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Go, can, can you look that up? Yeah, I think he's four and zero. Fuck, man! If he's six, if he's six and zero, he fights whoever the hell he wants. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's six and zero right now, and he's uh, you know. One of those wins is from 2018, but oh, okay. all those five wins are from this year. Like, that's right, right? Yeah, uh, Jake Hicksonbar, Anthony Vasta, Paul Teague, Aaron Hughes, Joshua Bolipar, Bo I can't say his last name, uh, and then a win back in 2018, but he's won five fights this year. He fought in January, March, May, June, and then again in November. Like, he he almost should be should be way higher up than we think. Uh, wow, I did not. I thought he was. I thought he was three and zero. I didn't. I I, I That's how much I'm so following the kid. He's ranked Sorry. number ten on the New England MMA rankings right now, and above him, right above him, is Mo Al Kanidi, Dylan Lockard, Zach DiSabanto. Uh, I just smoke too. I just smoke too. Yeah, I, I, I butcher his name out. every time. Don't worry about it. Uh, we got Ali Zemian, who he probably ain't going back to 155, right? No, he's staying at 170. Eddie George, uh, Brandon uh, Marat, and then we got Jacob Bone. Um, well, Marat's in the UFC. Um, Peter Barrett trains at City Artong. He's out, so he won't fight um, Muse. I feel like Mo and Muse are just two totally different fighters. That's a, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a totally different styles right there. You got you got jujitsu against uh, striker there, but I mean Mo, Mo's good, Mo's good on the ground, but he's not Jerry good on the ground. Choose Twister good good on the ground. You know what I mean? So does he even? I mean, yeah, I want him to fight local. Or do they fly somebody up? Or does he fight? Well, if they fly someone from Jerry, I who's um? I mean, what if what do, if this? What if? Okay, so Dufort. Dufort could possibly be a matchup because Dufort, as we know, is a big jujitsu guy who finished Joe in you know in like a minute or so. Jerry's a big jujitsu guy. I think that's the fight to make right now. Jerry is fucking all over the internet. Everyone loves him. Um, mm -hmm. I think he's Captain America I, the Canadian. This I, is the real. I, I think U4 against uh, Muse is the, the next fight to make. I think that would be awesome. I say you just what? give him the title shot, right? Yeah, he deserves it. Right? It's I five and out. Give him the title shot. Um, and, is it too much too soon? I don't know, but give the kid a real challenge, man. Uh, he wins that fight, man. He, does, does him and Jacob Bone fight for the vacant title? Um, if Dufort come back? Uh, well, no. Dufort's enjoying carrying that fucking Cage Titans title, man. Okay. He's not. Yeah, he's not giving that up anytime soon. So he he's holding that title until he gets signed by somebody, a, a major organization. So Dufort will come back to, to, for that title fight. And I think Jerry is the fight to make because Jerry is... Cage Titans gold right now. And Dufour, as we know, was loved leaving Cage Titans. Even though uh, Joe Giannetti is loved by Cage Titans fans, Dufour did no harm in winning that title. He's a good representative to have that title. That's a great fight right there. Even though, you know, Dufour's got twice as many fights, um, it's still a it's still a fight, man. It's still a fucking great fight that would be the best fight to make in two thousand twenty four, uh, for their first card, I believe. I think that'd be awesome. I think you get you get Dufour back here. 
You have the five and five and old 2023 Jerry Muse going there, Captain America style versus the Canadian. I think that would be great. And then Dufort, you know, he could just say he's coming for all the cage Titans, pros. You know, he could start that. He's angle. coming to kill the America, Captain America. You know what I mean? He's coming. Yeah. To, you know what I mean? Who's is there any is there any superheroes from Canada other than George Saint Pierre? I think that I think you just pay to bring George Saint Pierre here. Get Paul Bear on the phone. Tell him we need George Saint Pierre after this event. <laughs> I don't think I don't th is that I don't know if there's a Cornelius Vanderbilt. I don't fucking know who's you know. I don't uh, know. I don't know. They're all, they're all superheroes in Canada. Yeah, yeah true, true. Oh, well, that's the fight to make, I think. Um, you know, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, a lot of amateur fights in there. Um, but next Cage Titans card, I will be there as a fan checking it out, most definitely. Um, definitely, I'll be hanging out. I'll be front row or around. I'll be with, uh, some of those, some of those heavy drinkers just sitting in the front row getting bombed. Yeah. Stacking up the bottles? Yes. Yes. Stacking them up around. Stacking up them $14 cans. Them $14 beers. All over case. Are you going to get your face on one of those cans? They're not going to put my face on one of those cans. Unless there's a fucking... Unless there's a, bull, unless there's a bullseye on... Hey, what about... All right. We'll leave off on this. What about the dude that got the fever? They had his fucking cage... His face on the can. He never even made the fight against uh, Mitch Raposo. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was very shocking to everybody there because they announced it like a couple fights into the event. So uh, yeah. See, I don't know anything about the commission and the doctors or how they like check people's vitals before fights and stuff like that. But are they checking their vitals constantly before, like even two fights before or whatever, three, four, four, four fights? Before they're supposed to go on, what do you have? A, like a, you know, give them a bare aspirin. Give them a children's buffering. What happened with the fever? I know, I know that that is strange. I forget who it was. Probably Chael Sonnen because he's such, you know, he's friggin' Chael Sonnen. But I think he was like, he was like pulling out of a fight. He like, we all get injured anyway. You're going in with just an injury, but you're going to get injured anyway. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Like, but that's, that's something Chael Sonnen would say, you know? Yeah, I don't know how, you know, flying him in. The, the, the day before, he was, like, loving the face on the can. And did you see my little meme I put up? I said, the guy's probably, guy's probably drinking all the beers with his face on it. <laughs> Roaming around Plymouth right now. <laughs> Dude, come on. Fuck. I think, we, uh, I think we talked to Mike. I think we got you on the can. Yeah, no, we don't care. Yeah, I'll be sitting on the toilet can. That's what I am. That's, that's where I am. That's yeah, Steve man. on the can. No one remembers me. You're flashing the pan. Um, so, anything else you want to leave off with? What time is it? Yeah, we got going. We got uh, going late, but we were talking. We were talking for a little while. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, what else do I want to mention? Oh yeah, I'm going to uh, combat zone this weekend. Oh, I didn't know that. So, yeah, we'll have I'm going, to um, I'm going to Combat Zone. They are having their card in Manchester, New Hampshire. Have you been? Have you been to one of those? Yes, I've been to I've been to a bunch in Manchester. I haven't been to any recently, but I've been to a lot there. It's it's great. So I like it because they give me a table out back, but the table's lifted, so you can see over everybody. You don't know, like people standing up. You don't have to worry about it. So like it's cool. It's cool to have that extra. But um, but yeah, they do their events in Manchester at the DoubleTree right yep. downtown. It's cool because you go pregame at the Thirsty Moose across the street if you want to, and uh, before you go to the fights. But uh, Nick Fiore's Fiore is returning. Um, he was on an undefeated skid, uh, you know, an undefeated winning streak locally, and then uh, he lost his two UFC fights. But um, he's getting right back to it. I mean, as we see, sometimes you get up there, you uh, you fall off, and then you can get right back in. So this is his chance to get back in. But the guy he's fighting is no can. It's no just let's get him back in and get him a win. This guy's a beast. He just beat a local favorite, Eddie George. Um, oh, no so shit. Just, yeah, the guy he's fighting just beat Eddie George uh, back in May by a Peruvian necktie in round three. So you can tell he's tough. He's got his thing. 
Um, and before that, so basically his last six fights, he's five and one. So the guy's an animal. He's 10 and four overall. So Nick, I feel like only takes tough fights. And this is just another one, you know, like his, his recent fights have been all really tough. And I feel like this is just another one just to help him get to the next level. Well, I just popped up uh, Combat Zone's uh, Instagram and a fight that just popped up. A poster is Tyler Smythe against Jacobo Apito. And I love Jacobo Apito, and Tyler Smythe can suck my asshole. So, yeah, told me fuck Steve. Yeah, so um, he can lick my ass, and Jacobo Apito, I hope, wipes his ass. So, uh, with that said, let's keep going. That's great. That's great. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited. I mean, uh, Combat Zone, you know, they always deliver. Um, it's uh, The new president there is Calvin Cater, who's obviously a UFC contender. Um, so it's cool to see him walking around. Um, the other guy, and again, I'm going to butcher this last name. I'm going to get better at these names as I get more into the local MMA. But Tom Pegg, Peggs, Peg, uh, Pagalero. Pagalero, okay, yeah. Um, he's fighting for the vacant featherweight title. He's fighting um, Oliver Morad. I don't know him too much. He's 6-2, and two, though. So there's like three title fights this weekend at Combat Zone. Chris Motino's on the card. He's coming back. He's the one who fought Sean O'Malley in the UFC. Yep, Chris I know very well um, from yeah. the whole area. Yeah, um, Lindsay Kelly's back. She's fighting Michelle Marquez. Michelle Marquez is 2-0. That's going to be a great fight. Um, the welterweight championship is on the line too. The amateur, um, and then uh, Teddy uh, Politis is fighting for the bantamweight championship. Right? Yeah, I right just, now. I just, pa- I just passed this poster, um, a second ago. I'm just flashing through some of them. Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited for that one. There's a lot of like, just great fights on this card. A lot of sleepers that if you weren't paying attention and reading the fight card, like. This is going to be a great fight. They start super early, too, which I really like. The doors open at 3.30, and the bouts start at 5 o'clock. I think the main event and stuff, they wait till 7. They try to push it, like the main cards and stuff. But uh, starting at 5 o'clock is amazing. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I I, friggin', I mean, I don't get out of work until about 4, so it would be tough for me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, still, I love them early cards because I get out of work, and I can watch it um, fairly early and – you know, go to bed and get up for work the next day. Yeah, I think this will be a fun card. And, uh, you know, if anybody out there wants to support local MMA, definitely log on. They have their pay-per-view link right on their Facebook and Instagram right now. Um, so you can pre-order it and get ready. Um, and there's a lot of good fights. There's, there's like three titles on the line, the main event, um, Nick Fiore, and, uh, yeah, Combat Zone, Manchester, New Hampshire. Well, my man, uh, wear your battle hat because uh, Tyler Smythe might be looking for you after he's fucking seeing stars after the first fucking round. So. He ain't looking for me. He better fucking, you know, he better get his dad to drive him to fucking Rhode Island if he's looking for me. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, I think that's it for the local fights. Well, man, uh, great way to leave off, man. I'm happy. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> Jeff, here's what's going to happen. Um, well, Tommy couldn't make it tonight because he went to, uh, he went to Tool in Boston tonight, which I can't, I can't, you know, say you, you got the tickets to Tool, man. I, you know, I'm not going, I'm not even going to a wedding. I'm going to fucking Tool. Travis went to Tool tonight. Um, but next week, Tommy will be back. Oh, no, he won't. So next Wednesday, is going to be Thanksgiving Eve. So I'm going to be out and about. So there will be no podcast on Wednesday. When is okay. when is uh, Combat Zone next? Uh, when is it? It's this Saturday. This what? Saturday. So next Friday, do you want to do a, you know, you know, next Tuesday night or next Friday night? You want to do a, a podcast yeah, recap? on Tuesday, so it's before the holiday. You want to do uh, Tuesday night? We'll recap uh, Combat Zone? Yeah, let's do something Tuesday. All right. And, uh, yeah, talk about, talk about, yeah. All right, we'll definitely do that about 8, 8.30 on, uh, Tuesday night. 
Sounds good. All right, my man. I'll talk to you uh, in between then, man. And uh, we'll be looking forward to your play-by-play videos or whatever uh, going out at Combat Zone on uh, NewEnglandMMA.org. Uh, like I said, I still love you guys. I'm still fucking supporting. Yeah, yeah. Keep doing the thing. You know what I mean? But, you know, now that I moved out, I can, uh, you know, I can talk about people sucking dick and shit like that. You know what I mean? Then I want. So. Oh, man. All right, Jeff, man. Uh, awesome talking to you, man. It was a good time, man. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely uh, chat again on Tuesday night. I'll be watching your shit uh, going on this weekend, man. But uh, with that said, man, great show, man. Great chatting. Thanks for saving my show tonight and coming on, man. Anytime, man. Anytime. Combat Zone 82. Manchester All right. Don't go anywhere. We out of here. Check us out everywhere. The Room Podcast. We're floating everywhere. With that said... Uh, Jeff fucking, uh...